Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. Hey, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Catherine. Thanks, Krista. You too, darling. So, so, your text to me was interesting this morning. Everybody, um, I found this podcast I um, was listening to. Someone had told me about it. And um, I was sharing it with Catherine because I was like, oh, there's two men talking about intimacy and relationships. And since we had just done a podcast on that, I thought it was cool to he- hear the male perspective on it. And also, I was sending it to her to go like, hey, look how they lay out their content. And, you know, he's really successful. What can we learn from that? And what was your response to me? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) And I was like, okay, you don't have to like it. And you certainly don't have to apologize for it. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'll just let it be. I won't even respond to it because I, you know, wanted to have a a in-person conversation with you about it to really explain to you what I was connecting with in it. And then when I – oh, and then you – sent me another text later that said paraphrasing here i need more spirit in my life right and i was like okay so i didn't know if you were talking about you know referencing the podcast and meaning like oh i I like what they're saying but didn't have enough spirit for me or i was like well maybe she's talking about just her life so when I uh, got over to Catherine's house today, I'm like, well, in my mind, I was like, how much spirit does she need? Damn, she's got a lot of spirit, if you ask me. Um, so when I got to your house today to record the podcast, you're, you looked like you were sitting in your kitchen having a panic attack, but you can explain what was happening for you. Yeah, I was having something um, for the previous hour, right after I texted Krista that, I need more spirit in my life. Um, I had this experience of a really sharp pain in my chest around my heart, and it just wouldn't quit. And I was having lunch with someone, and the entire time I was aware that I couldn't take a full breath. And I knew from experience that it wasn't something that was super serious, like a heart attack. It was something that was an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And my experience over the last month since my mom has died is that I've been having increasing levels of these kinds of anxiety, which are waking me up first thing in the morning. And that could be anywhere between four and seven. Right. And it is this sort of all-consuming, disconnected feeling. Like, it has a huge... It's such an unusual experience for me to not feel full of spirit full of loving, full of life and myself, right. who I am. And I feel like I just <laughs> – the image that's coming to mind is from a movie, and I can't think of the name right this second, but I'm sure you'll remember, where the 
the astronaut like de- detaches. Oh yeah, it's like and interstellar float- or something. Like or, that. I don't, I don't know, remember, but, but he, and he just floats off into uh, space, and that's the end of him, right? And yeah. that's what it feels like. It's like there's all of this energy, there's all of this possibility. There, everything I know is around me, and mm-hmm. I can't touch it. I can't feel it. So that's why I need more spirit in my life. And I think this is. Brilliant because, okay, so we look back at the last two podcasts we've done. One was on intention setting for the holidays and creating this, you know, special holiday for us, for whatever that means for us. And then the next podcast was going into the new year and saying, how do we manifest what we want for the new year? Well, in order to manifest, we have to go back and like really let go of what is holding us back or what's holding us back from believing we can have what we really want. And so I find it very interesting that in the week <laughs> after the conversation of letting go, it feels as if, I mean, the sense in my body, even like feeling your heart is like something is releasing and it's very uncomfortable. It's extremely uncomfortable. It's, Krista said to me, it's sort of like, you're, ha- you're trying to up-level, but you don't actually know how. So I've been doing, we talked about this last week, the Hopa Ono Ono of, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, please mm-hmm. forget. And, and I just want to say that you can use these four sentences in any order you want. So I will say them in different orders because that's how they'll occur to me. But um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I've been doing that. Since our last podcast. Me too. (laughs) And for me, the result of that is this feeling of disconnection rather than this feeling of connection. And I'm so used to feeling connected. And it's really disconcerting. And to have this level of pain around my heart and this... So I I am feel... I feel like I'm grasping at the edges of the universe, like as if I'm trying to reconnect with the mothership mm-hmm. and I'm floating away and I cannot feel my experience. And we just got finished saying that you have to let go fully in order to step into where you want to go. So this is brilliant because this is what letting go looks like. It's fucking uncomfortable. It shakes us to our core. It, it messes with our nervous system. It's it's breaking free of everything we know to be true for ourselves. And it's going, oh, yeah, come over here. It's going to be okay. And we're like, no, 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 no. You're asking me to, like, let go of who I am in order to step into my new way of being. And it's scary. Really scary. And my physical body is scared. That's, yes, that's the actual that. experience I'm having. And so <laughs> how I'm managing that is like a little more wine, a little more chocolate, a little more television. R- things that <laughs> I'm like, maybe you need a little more sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that nut. Yeah, maybe. You but, wish there were that uh, I wish there was an opportunity right now. Um, oh, I thought you said nut. There's that nut. No, I didn't say there's oh, that nut. <laughs> that's what I heard. I was ah. like, well, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, we were going two different directions there. But what but self-soothing, I, I think that's what people right. do. So I w- I am definitely self-soothing. And normally, a uh, glass of wine. Yeah. You know, that's if, not typically you to go through all of those levels of self-soothing. N- no. And, and self-soothing in a way that's self-sabotaging. Right. Because then there's weight gain and discomfort and my body's uncomfortable because there's too much sugar and I don't eat that way. 
And yet, of course, it's everywhere right now. And mm-hmm. I have no, that's the other thing. I have no willpower. My willpower is gone. As you have to, that's the thing <gasps> though. You have to let, I love this. <gasps> you have to let go of the willpower. <gasps> I'm telling you, if you could see me, you guys, it's like my She's, hair is standing on <laughs> end. You're I vibrating. have long hair and it's standing on end. I just, it, I was just remembering something I said to Krista not that long ago about my experience and my father was that his anxiety towards the end of his life got so high mm-hmm. and he never let go. Right. And his anxiety just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger to the point that it turned hallucinatory mm-hmm. and he started making, he was visually creating visions and he thought when he passed, he thought he was dying in a fire and there was no, we had had a fire, but there was no fire. He was dying and in hell. He, Think about it when you're holding it, on to that level. Exactly. Of exactly. Anxiety. And that's what I came to was that he was burning in hell, like that kind of anxiety. So I'm not saying I'm having a dissimilar experience <laughs> right now, although no hallucinations, y'all be glad to know. Yet there's something that is pressing from the side of me holding on and letting go. It's the gas and the brakes at the mm. same time. So I'm at the edge of the cliff, and you guys know this scene from the movie. Gosh, which one is it? Harrison Ford. And oh, he's he stepping off the edge of the cliff. And so my experience of my father was that, that he Star Wars never – No. Indiana no, Jones. it's Indiana Jones. Okay. And, and my father never – Never stepped off to find out that there is a net. Right. And I'm right there. I'm right at the edge. And the, like, some chaos is running up behind Harrison Mm -hmm. Ford, and he has to make a choice and he can't see the bridge and he just has to keep going. And I was trying to share this with Krista off the broadcast here, podcast <laughs> with you guys today. But she's like, no, no, get on the microphone. I'm like, this is what we're talking about today. This is what we're talking about. Because you're on the floor about. having a panic attack. And I was on the floor. And I was, but it was interesting that I, to get the connection of the past podcasts and the yeah. letting go and because I was like, well, I don't know if I want the New Year's episode I to be about don't want anxiety. <laughs> and, and then we were both like, well, wait, it's like. If that's what, like, a lot of people are experiencing that in the new year, exactly for what we're talking about, because there is the expectation to create this new vision for the future and the new year, and you can start over. And then, yes, you have to let go. And this is what it looks like in the next step is the fear and everything gets shook up in your system. And it's the way forward. It's still okay. We're all okay. This is a normal symptom. It doesn't mean stop and Go back. go back and grasp what you had because that wasn't serving you either or you would have been happy. Right. So we're saying the only way to get to the happiness is to walk through this bit of uncomfortableness. Yeah, this huge amount of yes. discomfort, let's just say that. And there's nothing wrong with soothing yourself in the moment because nobody nobody needs to push themselves into a heart attack or push themselves into a right. full-on panic attack, which honestly, I was not having a full-on panic attack. But... I was having a big feeling of feelings that were getting too big for me to contain, but it hadn't, I mean, when I've seen other people have panic attacks, they're actually much bigger. But the reason it goes to that point with other people is because they don't have the tools to stop it when it is at the level of anxiety, mild anxiety, medium, getting 
more and getting more severe anxiety. If you don't, if you can't deal with it or don't have tools to release it at that level, then yeah, it's going to go to a panic attack where you're you're hospitalized and then you're forced to take drugs to get over it. Which is not what my you know our passion is dealing with this stuff spiritually and emotionally. And I could tell, and that's why I texted Krista. I could tell this is a spiritual issue for me. This is one of those things where the expression and the desire to do something bangs up against the reality of doing it, Mm. and then you're in the process. You're in the experience, right? So letting go, letting go. Well, you know, we all think that's so darn fun. Has anybody ever jumped out of a tree? I've jumped out (laughs) of a tree. Luckily, I had a harness on at the time. But the time between jumping and when the harness caught me, there was a total panic period. My body was just, are you kidding me? And then the harness caught me. And that's what I'm saying. My father never had the experience of the net, of the proverbial bridge being there. And this is what my quest is right now, is that the I'm right at the edge of letting go of something. I honestly don't even know what it is. I'm letting go of a way of being in the world that was more protected mm-hmm. than I'm now going to be. I'm going to be more vulnerable, more authentic, more something, mm-hmm. and more connected to spirit. And look at his experience. Like, like look how spirit-filled you are. And we can talk about that feeling of not feeling like you have enough spirit at the moment, but look how much you do have and how many tools you have. And then yeah. look at your dad and go, he had none of that. So, of he course, didn't. he could not jump. Like you're experiencing the fear of jumping, even knowing and even with full faith. I mean, obviously, it's not full faith. At the I moment. started with full faith, right? And then it got challenged, <laughs> and it goes like, "Oh, maybe I'm not as faithful as I thought. Maybe and I'm so going to now- die. Maybe I'm going to." I mean, literally, that's the kind of level of survival that this is hitting. It's hitting somewhere in my consciousness that is trying to let go of if I'm a body. Mm. That's what I, I just realized. Yeah. That it's my nervous system, my sympathetic nervous system is saying, you keep this up and you're going to die. And my parasympathetic nervous system is waiting patiently on the side to take over. And I, me, myself, am connected to spirit through my parasympathetic nervous system, through my endorphins and my all of the chemistry that opens. And this was weird. I had a dream about this last night. This is so crazy. I forgot. I could see what our brains look like when they're open, hmm. and I could see what the channel looks like when it's closed. And the channel with adrenaline, which is where I was having that surge, mm-hmm. is completely sealed. And there's no entry point for any good feeling, any spirituality. This is amazing. It's, it's completely constricted. So in a physical level, we have a fascial system that shuts us down at 2,000 pounds of pressure. Meaning it closes in. It closes in on us. People can't see your homes. Oh, you can't see my hands. (laughs) My homes, my hands. (laughs) So it constricts us with 2,000 pounds of pressure all over our body when the adrenaline kicks in. So I'm going walking towards the edge of some cliff. I don't even know what the cliff looks like, but I can feel myself getting closer. Mm -hmm. And I can feel my body making this choice. And I can feel my cat right now is purring like crazy on my lap. He came over to find out what all this ruckus What's all the anxiety about? about? What's all this ruckus anxiety <laughs> about? And then I can I visually in this dream last night, I could see what the system looks like as it opens again. And all of the 
every single fluid and energy and light starts passing through our bodies again when that system opens up. And it's, again, like it's fear on one side, standing at the edge of the cliff Mm -hmm. and the complete connection on the other side. I feel like Spirit was talking to you in that dream though, saying like, this is 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 what you're going to experience tomorrow. I'm giving you (laughs) the information ahead of time just so I can kind of prepare your subconscious mind for what's about to happen to you. And then it happens. And now remembering it afterward is like, oh my gosh, I was just told to open and it's going to be okay. It was. I absolutely, I saw it. Like I could draw you guys pictures. No, I'm telling, I, I know in the dream, that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying to you right now in the moment, it's like, can you grab onto that visual? I can, I can feel it. That's what yeah. I was actually trying to say was oh. that it, I can feel it right now by the visual left from the dream. Mm-hmm. I can feel my body changing right now. Like, oh, there go, there goes, this, there comes some space. There's, Okay, there's some fluid moving through my system. There's light moving. There's consciousness moving. Everything is calmed down. So that doesn't sound like somebody who doesn't have a spirit connection. <laughs> and the reason I want to bring that up is because I don't want people out there in podcast land to go like, well, great. If Catherine is having a moment or she can't, she's not feeling spirit or not feeling like she has enough spirit then I have no hope because I'm starting at the beginning of my spiritual process and finding out what that is. So I, you know, what I said to you was, I, I just cannot buy into your belief system that you don't have enough spirit. And what I meant by that was you have a full life of daily practices where you're connecting with spirit. And my sense with what you're experiencing is you're up leveling. You're in this moment of yeah. like, it's not that you don't ha- you're not spirit filled. It's that now you're going into this new level and this new learning, and all of a sudden, the twenties, whatever, thirty years of um, spirit filled practice you've had may not be serving you in the same way anymore because it's not enough. It's like you know continuing to go to high school for the rest of your life, and your spirit's <laughs> like. Um, You're sitting there trying to do high school all over, but I'm sitting here with your PhD ready for you to grab. Are you ready? And so I feel like that's what this dream is about, too, of like the opening Mm. of you're stepping into this next level of spirit. Yeah, it's it's such a great conversation, Krista, and I hope it's translating well (laughs) into this (laughs) podcast because the significant difference in my body experience between the two states is beyond compare. Mm-hmm. And what I when I texted Krista about needing more spirit, I was like, I need the experience of spirit mm-hmm. right now. I need to be feel connected. What does and, that mean to you? Well, what was happening was because my system was shutting down around the fear as I'm letting go. So you say the thing, you know, you're going to go to a retreat, you sign up for a new class, you da-da-da. You have this moment of surge of flow of energy. You're like, I'm so excited. And then the reality hits you of, oh, you don't even know this is what's happening, Mm -hmm. but you have this surge of fear. I don't know how many of our people have gone to retreats, but how many of you have signed up for a retreat and then had all hell break loose? 
in terms of like getting in the way of you getting there or fears surfacing or all that. But it could be anything. It could be like, oh, you've decided you're going to go take that dance class you've always wanted to right. do and you get brave enough to sign up and then you're going there and you're like, oh my God, this, you know, they're going to be better than me. I'm going to make a fool out of myself. It could be anything yeah, like that. You're absolutely right. Anything like that. And that's a great example because I was keeping it in the spiritual realm, but it, it crosses over. Mm-hmm. It's anything that gets us out to our edge. The letting go is as we press against the edge of our comfort zone, can we just press gently and allow the sort of, what is it, the filament to open instead of punch up against it and be bounced off? (laughs) Well, we could make a sexual reference. It's about like that that concept of open her. Yeah. Right? Great book, you guys. Yes. I love that book. and. We will be talking about it in the new year. Um, And what's great about the book is it's really just the concept of every woman is is open, is available to be opened. Can you access her? What is the way in which she needs to be opened? And it's, you know, is it just, we're not even just talking sex. We're talking emotional intimacy and everything. And it doesn't happen by just going up to her and saying like, I love you. Now open your heart to me and let's do this. And, you know, pushing forward and just, and she's going to be, Oh, I can't tell you my true self. I've just only known you a day. It's a process of the softening and baby stepping yourself into it. It is. And, and I think that's what's so great about this image because I used to see the edge of my comfort zone as an edge, like mm-hmm. a hard edge. And when I was just seeing, when I pressed my hand up against it, it was almost like my hand would just go into it and it would just keep expanding. You're talking about the veil in The Course of Miracles. Ah, the veil, of course. I love that. So when I go in gently with a lot of self-awareness, oh, I feel really scared. Like, say the truth. Mm -hmm. I feel really scared. Today, I woke up and I felt really scared. And I didn't feel connected. That doesn't mean I'm not. It just means I didn't, I couldn't access right. it. And then to allow sort of the going backwards into, okay, I'm going to stand back on the edge of this cliff for a moment. And I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to, I literally was rolling on a ball on the floor to open my body up to get myself reconnected in my nervous system. And I had to have the space, and Krista was really great about providing it for me, of just, okay, let's just sit here. And, you know, it strikes me, another thing strikes me about this, Krista, is the the concept of when two or more are gathered, mm. how miracles happen. And in the course of miracles, anything that takes you out of fear is a miracle. And you bring it between two people who are equals, and all people are equals. So Krista comes to me to do the podcast today, and I'm, I'm in, in like a, a fun mood. I'm like, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> like, it's New Year's, and like, let's have something fun to chat about. And I had like topics that we could have, you know, talked about. And I'm witnessing you like in a mild panic and just sitting there. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is what's being presented to us today. Yeah. And her encouragement and her loving and her gentleness. And again, that thing that we do so well that you guys, if you like this, get the advantage of is that we pause. Mm -hmm. When something's happening in the present moment, we don't push through it. And I think in some ways, most of the day, I've been trying to push through this fear instead of pausing with it, even though it's tricky. Pushing through it would have been me going like, 
Um, we don't have time for you, to, time have for you this, to have this. Your heart to be hurting. Um, I've you know I'm plugged in. I'm ready to go. Let's record. <laughs> you know what do you want to talk about? And you're just sitting there like a deer in headlights. Like how the fuck can I have a conversation right now? Because my heart's beating and everything. Like that's the pushing that we're talking about, right? And that's where we kind of go the opposite direction. Like just stop because whatever's supposed to come through needs a little bit of time to come through. Yeah, we really needed the space for this to come through. And I certainly did. And it's great. It's great to share it with you all. Because if you took our advice and started letting go to the degree or even our suggestion, rather, who knows if it was advice, but the suggestion about letting go last week, and you started doing this, you may be in the exact same spot. Mm -hmm. So the idea is stop and go gently in. But remember what I said about when two or more are gathered, don't be afraid to call a friend. Don't be afraid to call a coach, a counselor, a therapist, mm -hmm. whatever you need so that you can get the support. Because why would you step off a cliff by yourself? Why wouldn't you call in someone to hold space with you and say, you got this? And we're not even, I mean, in my mind, it doesn't even have to be about calling in an actual physical person. Because what we're really talking about is source, calling in source into that moment. Yeah. I mean, I hear you, Krista. And I think there also is something about, you know, sources actually. So the sentence is when two or more are gathered in his, its name. And for me, sometimes it doesn't always take another person, but sometimes it actually takes well, another person. Well, I'll take that person. back because when I, when I suggested you get on the ball and you get on the ball and you're like, oh, you know, and I actually called in spirit. I wasn't saying it out loud to you. I wasn't saying the prayer out loud for everybody to hear here because you were going through what you were going through, but I was in my mind mm. calling in spirit to be present and to, you know, work with whatever was coming through you. So in right. a way, so well, you I were hadn't doing even thought that. of that. So we were, I was invoking spirit. I'm sure you had already invoked it in your own way, but. But I wasn't getting two. there. It was like <laughs> taking two to tango. And, and so, I mean, that's a really important thing because one of the most important things that we talk about on this Holy Fuck podcast is partnership is what do we do to support each other? We're not supposed to be on this journey alone. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's source, but how do we access each other? And in the life of Jesus and the story of Jesus, depending no matter where you fall on whether it's true or not, the story, if you follow it, Jesus has people right. everywhere. He has a team. They're called apostles. And there were many more of them we think there were. And there were women and men. And there was all. there's so much richness in that. And, you know, some of them hurt him. Some of them showed up for him. Some That's of them. the fuck part. I love that you brought up the holy fuck part because I know that a lot of people um, think of our podcast as just sex because it's the fuck, you know, we have that in the title. But really, when that name came to us, it was more than just sex. What we loved about it was that it encompassed all the fucking shit that happens in the world. And how do we bring the holiness to it? And right. so Jesus was experiencing all the challenges in the real world with all of his people around him. And that's what we call the fucking real gritty stuff that's happening in this, in this world. And then we get to experience the holiness of him too. So when we really let ourselves settle in right now, Krista comes in the door I'm having a I'm having a disconnected from myself and from spirit experience. Mm -hmm. Krista comes in the door, and rather than pushing me through the experience or trying to change the experience, instead, she literally sat on the couch, 
She said, why don't you get on the ball, which is sitting right in the middle of my living room, and I couldn't see it. And I stretched out on the ball, and she got on the couch, and we together just took some space. And she called in spirit in that moment. And the way that we understand this is that the consciousness floods your self, your self, so that the unit of you that is walking through the world when you're depleted or anxious, has no spirit really mm. in it no because connection. you've shut down by squeezing mm-hmm. yourself. You've shut it down. And I couldn't, I've been trying all day to get back there and it was just getting worse and worse. That's your humanness trying to solve it. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we add the holiness. So this is the fuck. Like if I fuck someone, I'm going to feel better. If I beat someone else, I'm going to feel better. If I eat something, I'm going to feel better. Nothing is going to happen through the body. Right. It's as soon as Christus settles in, holds space, and calls in spirit, all of that opens, and what's naturally already present in the space comes right back into my body. Mm-hmm. Now, my body makes space for that by relaxing, by letting opening, go. <laughs> by letting go, and by um, allowing the naturally occurring chemistry of peace and joy and loving, which is your serotonin, your dopamine, your Dopamine, your oxytocin, dopamine, 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 your oxytocin to flood you and open you because that's what happens. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny when we go back to the book about open her. Mm -hmm. What they're talking about in that book is if your woman can trust you, if you can give her what she needs to open, you will then be sharing the space with her spirit, her highest self, her not loving with her fears and her hurts and her exactly. past experiences. And not lying, you know, not sitting in a room with a woman who's lying on a ball trying to find her connection. <laughs> you know, for men or for women, whoever you're related to, we're just really good friends, but we're spiritual partners in that we understand calling in that spirit and taking a deep breath and being in our humanness with spirit present allows me the opportunity to finally let go. Hmm. The more I pushed against it all morning, it was only getting worse. So this is the tricky part. Spirit always present. You can't always access it by yourself. Hmm. And you can. Sometimes you can. So it's available, but like in that moment, you were in physical pain and it wasn't on the forefront of your mind to think to go do that, to call and it in. And I really question this, Krista, because I, okay. I because the saying, to, when two or more are gathered, I've, I think there's something about two consciousness. You know, when Jesus would pray with someone or when a minister, as a minister, when I pray with someone, it's so different than when I pray by myself. Right. When I get to hold a consciousness with someone else. When we say a prayer before we start our podcast, and we are going to define prayer for you sometimes, so it doesn't sound like the thing where you you know lie on your face in the ground and you <laughs> supplicate yourself to whatever. And yet today, maybe it did look a little like that, where I was really, I could not sort it out by myself. And the presence of my spiritual friend could help me sort it. I guess I just don't want people to think like if they are alone somewhere that there is that God isn't available mm, if they have true. if they don't have someone else. So I love yes power in numbers and when we come together as two it exactly. amplifies. But I don't want someone who's suffering 
to go, well, I don't have a friend today, so I guess I'll just have to suffer until tomorrow until they can come over and help me it's through true. it. I want, it's true. you know, maybe that's part of calling in spirit is asking for delivering the friend or delivering, or delivering the, a stranger who will give you. might just show up and be available to talk. Like we don't know exactly. what that support system looks like. But if we, if you are sitting alone and you're suffering, opening up to spirit and asking for guidance or asking to be shown the way or to be brought the person that can, you know, give you the little nugget that you're looking for, I believe that's available. Absolutely. And I, I don't want to deny that. That's absolutely available. I noticed also that one of the things that you pray with is that you pray to be opened. Mm-hmm. You don't pray to be relieved from fear because in the spiritual realm, actually fear doesn't exist. That it, The spiritual realm is holiness and loving and peace. It is a, it's a field of energy so when that you say, we call God. God let go of the fear and God's going... I don't know what it is that you're wanting me to like. I can't see no fear. I can't see fear. (laughs) And the fear has to remain with you so that you can continue learning the lesson that there's nothing to be fearful of. Right. And when you can step into that space, which we're not there yet, that's the practice that we're, you know, that's what we're working toward. But as we believe that more deeply each day that we practice and we let go of the fear quicker and more gently, gently. Gentler. (laughs) Is that a word? Gentler. Gentler. Um, When we do that, then spirit can come in and support us quicker. Yeah. And I love the aspect that you mentioned. I want to reiterate it also is that spirit is always present. It's what we're up to in the space. Whether we're available to it. That's what I mean. Remembering that it's available. And, And if we've gotten so scared, for whatever reason, my nervous system was just tweaked today. Mm If we can't feel it, you still, this is where the thing we call quote unquote faith is, is the spiritual realm is still always present. So just because you can't feel it in a certain moment, I said something to Krista, like, I need more spirit. She's like, now, spirit. <laughs> you just need to remember here. the spirit that you are. And I couldn't. That That's just what was true but about Isn't that the veil, too? A little bit. It's like, we think that spirit or God or source of love is outside of us. And really, it's just this thin veil between us and heaven. And if we just walk through it, it's like right there. We're and just... it, it's in us. Yeah, It's all around us. And yet we can squeeze our awareness of we it all the separate. way to the point where we feel separate. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the danger point for lots of people. It's where people's anxiety becomes panic attacks. It's where depression becomes despair. It's where a little, a down, instead of just a down swing in energy one day, you actually go all the way to what is life worth. Mm-hmm. And when we don't feel our spirit, when we don't feel our kind of capital S self, when I was as disconnected as I maybe have been in years this morning, wow, the the feeling of separation is so frightening to someone who's used to feeling connected. Mm-hmm. And I start I, I start to really wonder, Krista, like lots of people live where they don't feel connected. In separation. In, yeah, in separation a lot. And I think that's one of the reasons we're even doing this podcast. Well, I think it's interesting, if you don't mind me mentioning, that you were talking about like feeling like you were missing your community. Yeah. And us really realizing like this podcast is our new community and the desire to connect more fully with it 
Yeah, that's so I think that's one of the things that Krista and I have been really focused on for the new year is how do we get more connected to you? Mm-hmm. Rather than this being this one-way street where we're communicating our experience to you, it's how do we get experience back from you? How do we share with you? How do we find out who you are? So that we're actually more of service to ourselves and to the world, to you in general. Which bit for us builds our connection to spirit. Yeah. Like when we're able to, the more we get to talk about these concepts and the more people we're talking to, I don't know for you, I'm sure for you, you feel we feel more connected. And Absolutely. that we have more purpose in the world. When I'm sitting in my bedroom trying to write or journal or, you know, be Master- creative. <laughs> Would you say masturbate? <laughs> That's a very spiritual experience. I feel very connected <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> I call in the light. I get centered in spirit. And then I pull out my pink vibrator. <laughs> Jesus. Come yell, home to mama. Yell, Jesus. Oh, God. People are going <laughs> to have some issues with that. <laughs> Oh well, so, holy fuck! Jesus y'all know, y'all know that you know. Really, the story of Jesus that we live with is the story of a man who was alive in his life. He had friends, he had companions. He may have been a lover of a woman. We're not. We can never get that clear. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to wonder about they it. Never forever. said he was abstinent, did but it? they did say he <laughs> kissed her like he didn't kiss anyone else. That's in the actual one of the gospels um, in the Bible, not one of the ones they skipped and left out of the Bible. Right. So there was a lot of jealousy. There was a lot of upset between some of the men and the way that in that society, men were used to being treated. Men were used to being held as better and separate. And Jesus kept coming in and saying, no, no, I want to hang out with the chicks. I want to hang out with the girls. I love these ladies. He's no dummy. He's no dummy. That's right. Well, and with such a spiritual full life, he was very connected to his own feminine ministries mm-hmm. and his own feminine ways. And I don't mean that he was feminine. I mean, he had the awakened Balance. feminine within him. Mm-hmm. He was very clearly a man and carried himself in the world that way. And Mary Magdalene was able to carry the reflection in a much more in the whole feminine ways, as a woman. And she too then had a masculine part that worked with healing him. Mm-hmm. So there was a generous amount of sharing energy back and forth between the two of them. We're, we're telling you this story because it's obviously present today to we're tell two you. two or more are gathered. <laughs> where two or more are gathered. And, um, you know, the, the story that we have about Jesus is he was very much alive in his life. He was in trouble all the time for being very alive and may have been one of the reasons he was taken from us for off this planet was that he had the desire to be amongst people, to be with one another, to be with to gatherings, not be separate. to not be separate, and to bring home the word of the spiritual the spiritual, <laughs> the spiritual life, the that, spiritual did you life. Get southern all of a sudden. I got southern. some spiritual. I got some spiritual. It comes in a little bottle. Um, but but to bring home the message of spirituality is that our beauty and our love and our joy is in one another. That we are one. Mm-hmm. That when then when the. I guess it's also referred to as a golden rule, or it could be the second commandment, which is. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm-hmm. It means love your neighbor because it, they are yourself. Right. You are one with them. And if you separate from that, you won't feel yourself. 
It was the Course in Miracles had this sweet line this morning. It was something like, and even one person is left out, the kingdom is not whole. Mm-hmm. Which is not healed. It's not healed. It's not whole. So all of Which us are yearning still. for drawing each other in and seeing all the diversity of humanity and becoming one with all of it. So we've been going on and on about this, but I got to tell you, I'm the most grateful person right now because my experience just before we started the podcast and then just, just before we started the podcast after Krista and I took a moment that she insisted on to really take the leap, to let go in a different way, to feel myself come back fully into mm-hmm. the spirit, to allow myself to be filled again with light. I feel like there's a, a little bit of like you picking up on the mass consciousness of the energy and needing to have this experience so that it can be talked about. Because like mm. if... If you didn't have it today and we just put out, manifest the future, let go, and then we just went on with 2019 and there's other people out there like, okay, well, you told us to let go and now our life is falling apart. Your story today is serving people. So it like literally had to happen in order to give this next piece of information of the what can happen, what people can express or experience Experience. and, and that there's a, there's the other side that's coming. Yeah. If we have faith. And that it's right there. Mm-hmm. And it, it never went away. Right. It's us that shuts it out rather than it is never shutting us out. Yeah, it's always there, whether we can see it or not. And it does does really sometimes take someone else, like a friend yeah. or a companion. Even sometimes our animals will break us open like this and help us bring this out. So we just want to give our blessings to you and we know this process is not easy, mm-hmm. and we are sharing every step of it with you so that you can see that you can be free in a way that my dad could never be free, because mm-hmm. he couldn't ever check to see if this net was there. And now in a way that I'm freer, even right now today, because I had a moment to pause, and then with Krista's help, step forward into a place where I could open again. And feel the freedom again flowing through my body and myself. I'm connected. I'm here. I'm trusting. I'm whole. My brain's back on. <laughs> you look better. <laughs> I, I probably have color in my face. I probably looked like death warmed over. I feel like you're Christa- doing a commercial right now for KristaKimCoaching.com. Oh, am so- I? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do want to say to our listeners, if you are having these experiences in the process of letting go, you know, we're here and reach out to us and send us a message. And if there's something that we can help you with or give you a little nugget to think about, you know, we're happy to do that. Uh, we care about you, and it's not like we're just throwing out this all this information and saying like, hey, okay, well, we told you the information. Go deal with it. It's like, no, here's some information that we're sharing on the podcast, and if you want to do this work on a deeper level, we are here. Send us a message. We'll try and get back with you, and if you think you want even further assistance, we're both healers. We're both coaches, and it's what we do for a living, and um, you can check out our individual websites and see if anything is on there that you connect with. And it is um, a time of new beginnings in the new year. And it's a great time to do this type of work and get assistance with a professional that can really launch your life forward in the new year and give some structure to your growth and some support to your growth. Yeah. And I think what 
also deserves to be said here is that sometimes you're the one having the experience and sometimes you're the one assisting the experience. Mm. So today, Krista was the one who was assisting me in completing the experience that I was in. And then there are other days when it flows the other direction that we're both in a very um, well-traveled road. So we trust each other very much. And you can trust us also. Mm -hmm. If you know I've walked through this place, then you know I can walk with you. Right. So CatherineMcClellan.com. Oh, that's CatherineMcClellan.com. <laughs> now that we're mentioning our .coms today. something Wasn't new. planning on something it. something new for the new year, apparently. But yeah, we should, because our our goal in life is to be of service. This is why we're doing the podcast. So it's we're not doing anybody any good if we never mention that yeah. this is why we're here on the planet. We're here to work. be of service. Yeah. And that is a great joy to us, and to give and receive. And we hope that you are too. We invite you to try that on if you're not or not fully embracing that yet. And just give yourself to love. Spread the love, Spread everyone. Spread the love. We Happy love you. New year. Happy New Year. Bye, everyone. Bye. Do you want the opportunity to see the gals of Holy Fuck in person? If so, go to holyfuckpodcast.com and join our mailing list so you can find out when and where these goddesses will be transforming lives next. And yes, I know, I'm talking about myself in third person. Open your browser, type in holyfuckpodcast.com, click on mailing list, and give us your most trusty email. Not that bogus one you give to Walmart. So sign up now. Not tomorrow. Now. Now, now, now. Thank you.